Hello, and welcome to episode 164 of the Disney Park Princess podcast. I'm your co-host, Sarah. I'm Heather. I'm Sharla. And this week, we are experiencing some technical issues. (laughs) (laughs) Mine are in my brain. Sharla's are in the weather. (laughs) So Charlotte is in Georgia, which right now is experiencing some extremely turbulent weather. So if all of a sudden you notice that Charlotte disappears or suddenly isn't with us anymore, she just lost power or lost internet or (laughs) lost something. Anyway, we're hoping that she gets to stay for the whole thing, but we'll see. (laughs) We'll see. Mother Nature might have other ideas. (laughs) It is so interesting to me, like different times of year, how we all have sort of like such extreme weathers. Like even Heather, you in Los Angeles, like you have wildfires and you know santa Ana winds and like you know all kinds of sort of crazy stuff which but. we are how we're having santa Ana winds today and it's going to be 100 degrees this week it's <gasps> april oh <my>. so <laughs> la does have extreme weather it's just not weather it's more it's different yeah, yeah it's but it's still yeah it's still kind of crazy yeah um and then of course in new england we have everything <laughs> <laughs> tornadoes and blizzards and thunderstorms and oh my earthquakes and you never yeah <laughs> um typically on a smaller scale though i find like we have tornadoes but they tend to be smaller they're, they're, they're not the crazy tornadoes like you have in the midwest and we have wildfires but they're not the you know hundreds of acres ones that you know you guys have in california and, you know uh, we do win on blizzards, though. <laughs> yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Most of the time, yes. Yeah. Uh, like, literally, for the, the the three schools that my son is considering, like, we looked up the snowfall levels, you know, for the three different schools. <laughs> just to, you know, <laughs> one of them gets 99 inches of snow a year. So, oh, yeah. No. Yeah, that one, I think, moved to the bottom. That's a lot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, All right, so let's get started. So this week we have a bunch of Disney news. Uh, One, of course, got announced last week, like literally no sooner had we stopped recording than about an hour later, Disney was like, guess what? It's usually (laughs) how it works. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Normal character meet and greets are returning to Walt Disney World. You will once again, Sharla, be able to hug Mickey Mouse. Yay. I don't know that I will yet, but <laughs> <laughs> but you could if you want. I could. It felt safe, <laughs> right? Right. It's I'm still you know trying to be cautious and I'm maybe a little bit paranoid, but um, I don't know if I will. But I'm very excited that there is the possibility. To do yeah, that. yeah. This yeah. week's edition of the news is the you know, seems to be returning to normal edition of the news. So, um, for example, the Lion King show at Walt Disney World, which everybody knows is one of my favorites, Festival of the Lion King, has been operating under a sort of a best of kind of version Mm -hmm. um, with no tumble monkeys and no um, aerialists and things like that. But those are returning this summer. So I'm very excited about that because the aerialists during Can You Feel the Love Tonight, I cry every time. And the thought Mm -hmm. of seeing that show without those is awful to me so uh good news that is returning um kite tales is going to become a shorter version with more frequent showings so i have not seen that it's yet already, i'm dying to see it i was gonna say it's only like it's already 10 minutes short. long it's yeah. not really a show yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, somehow mean, they're making look, it shorter and more often so <laughs> it's it's a really cute show it i went to see it cute. in december because that was i heard that it was kind of a disaster but yeah it's because it's kites. I mean, it's, uh, yeah. you know, the wind and the elements and stuff, but it's adorable. I loved it. I yeah. loved it. I thought it was fantastic. I think it's the cutest little thing. 
Yeah. I haven't seen it yet, but I'm dying to see it. Um, at first I was like, well, this is, <laughs> this just seems silly. And it was all about the crashes and everything. But now I'm sort of here for the, like I'm in it for the crashes. <laughs> like, but yeah. I mean, I also, I wonder a lot of it. I mean, there are some crashes, like Sharla said, it's, it's wind. Like you, yeah. If you've ever tried to fly a kite, you know, like either it works or it doesn't. So, yeah. but I, I think a lot of those so-called crashes were also just like, okay, Simba's the Simba kite is done flying now we're gonna go into our little area and like the kite has to land and so it right. just comes down <laughs> yeah. so you know yeah but it's it's an adorable show and more more showings hey why not you know yeah why not uh over at Disneyland um Encanto is taking over the It's a Small World facade starting on April 11th for a we don't talk about Bruno uh projection show yeah, because Disney loves nothing more than to capitalize <laughs> on what's popular. Like, yeah. oh, like what they did with Frozen. Like, oh, this is popular now. We have to put it everywhere. Everywhere. Yep. <laughs> now, <clears throat> I happen to love Encanto. I love me some We Don't Talk About Bruno. It's a great song. Um, Hold on. I'm going to say something very controversial, and I'm, I need to maximize my window here because I want to see both reactions. You know I haven't seen Encanto. I probably will on my flight to Italy if it's there. That's the only time I watch movies. Um, but I was watching the Oscars, and when they did We Don't Talk About Bruno, I sat there the whole time thinking, what is this song? This is that was horrible. Do, that, this that is the stupidest thing don't, I have ever heard in my life. Do not judge it based on that. Justin no. was watching with me. He looked at me. He goes, this is the song you no, said everybody is. No, it was no, the no, dumbest thing. The song. And I'm going to tell you right now, it makes me not ever, like, I could well, care less about the song. That's, a that's not the song. That was a way different version of the song. Yeah. That's, that's not zero even anything. Desire. Like, that is not yeah. even anything like the bop that we don't talk about Bruno is. Yeah, like no, we don't, it was nothing. Uh, we, we don't talk we, about the Oscars. <laughs> we I will tell you that it was awful. I hated it, and now I probably well, won't watch the movie. <laughs> so yeah. please Do don't judge, judge it based on the that. movie based on too that. late mess. Yeah. No. Uh, in other news, and that's not even the, the song that was nominated. I don't understand. I don't why know why. why that song. I, it, like Heather said, it's the Oscars are on ABC. ABC is a Disney company. Well, Disney I think the reason that this particular song was played is because one of the, and now I can't, my mind is blanky, but one of the best Oscar or best song nominees, they wouldn't come to perform or they couldn't come to perform. And so mm -hmm. they threw this in. And now because it's popular, it's gotta be everywhere. Gotta be everywhere. Yeah. No. Well, that's uh, not the version. So that, that don't is not judge based yeah. on that. <laughs> it was awful. And I was like, this is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. No, yeah, thank no, you. I was, I was, I was horrified by it. <laughs> yeah. horrified. Uh, all right, moving on. In other news, Guardians of the Galaxy, the new coaster at Epcot, is opening on May 27th. So very exciting. Um, there is a new Dumbo character, apparently, in Walt Disney World. Has anybody seen him? No. Google immediately. He is the Is it in the parade? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> just, you have to Google it. It's one of these. I think they're testing him. Like he's not like a, I, I don't even know how to describe it, but Google it immediately. It is so cute. <laughs> it's I, sort of I'm bizarre afraid, looking, but super cute. I'm afraid to Google right now since my no, internet you can't. is, yeah, you <laughs> is bad, no, no, but uh, I will later. If you don't know what I'm talking about, he's adorable. Yeah, okay. Um, the Disney Wish, which is Disney Cruise Line's latest ship, has passed its first set of water trials. So it has had its float out. It is in the water. Um, and so we are getting closer and closer and closer to that, which is in July. It's maiden voyages in July. So yes. 
very exciting. And then also for the last but not least, for the first time since March of 2020, all Walt Disney World resorts are open. All-Star Sports has reopened and that was the last one. And so literally all of Walt Disney World resorts are now open and available for bookings for the first time since the beginning of the pandemic. So <clears throat> like I said, this is the return to normal-ish edition of the news. <laughs> <laughs> And then last but not least, this is a, um, does it make anybody else mad? I'm sorry. I just, <laughs> that everything's open. We don't have to social distance. You don't have to wear your mask, blah, blah, blah. But like, we still have to do park passes. Why? We're back to normal now, Disney. Wasn't that part of your, your pandemic response? You can't just pick and choose which ones you want to keep. It makes me mad. <laughs> I mean, I think the park pass thing might be here to stay for a while. Oh, it's definitely here to stay, but it makes me mad that it is. It was to track you and keep, you know, um, attendance down so that they can limit and and do all of this pandemic stuff. But now they're like, eh, there's no more pandemic, but we're still going to make sure we track you and you can't get here. But like the park hopping restrictions, it's infuriating to me. Yeah. Well, there definitely is still a pandemic, but <laughs> you know, not if you're well, in Florida. <laughs> yeah, a lot of places are acting like there isn't. <laughs> so, you know. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I would like to see Park Pass go the way of the uh, of the dodo, um, but they didn't ask my opinion. So, you know. uh, anyway, last but not least, we want to wish our uh, Facebook group moderator Kyle a very, very, very happy birthday. Today is his birthday. Um, and we love him very much, and we just wanted to say happy birthday, Kyle. Happy birthday. Yay. We love you. Coming up next, it is our final bracket. We have now had the NCAA championships for both the men and the women. I am still very, very sad about my Huskies, but <laughs> South Carolina was, they were, they were outmatched by South Carolina, and it was an amazing season, um, and congrats to Kansas as well on their win in the men's championship. So we have our final bracket. It is the ultimate Disney villains bracket. Stay tuned. Charlotte, I know this is not your ideal <laughs> topic because you are not a villains fan. I am not. I don't like glorifying the villains. However, I think this is a fun way to talk about the villains. Okay. Yeah. So. All right. Like um, I don't, I just don't want to. I just don't need a villains meet and greet or a villains party or a villains park. But people love them, so whatever. Yeah, <laughs> I'm one of them who loves them. <laughs> <laughs> so as usual, we have round one, which is made up of the villains that um, just occurred to me first. There is no science behind this. <laughs> there was no earlier brackets. This is literally just sort of the pairings that occurred to me as they occurred to me. So. The pairings in round one are Lady Tremaine versus Mother Gothel, Scar versus Jafar, Maleficent versus Ursula, and Yzma versus Dr. Facilier. Okay. I kind of see the logic between behind those, can't you? I can. A little bit. I mean. A little bit? I think some are harder than others. Some are pairings are harder than others. But yeah, I yeah. can see it. Yeah. Okay. All right. So up first is the battle of the, I don't want to say stepmothers. Well, one of them's a stepmother and one of them's just a kidnapper. <laughs> but, so. I don't know why that made me laugh. Mother figure villains. Let's go with that. Um, right. So Lady Tremaine, 
who is the wicked stepmother from Cinderella, and Mother Gothel, who is the mother from Tangled. This one is hard because Lady Tremaine is just cruel, right? Like, she's just, like, as mean as mean can be. She is a cruel human. But the Mother Gothel, I feel like, is not quite as cruel as Lady Tremaine, but she's just, she's a criminal, you know? Mm -hmm. So, like, I don't know. One, like, both of them are technically, I guess Rapunzel is legitimately a prisoner, Cinderella isn't really a prisoner, but she's got nowhere else to go. Lady Tremaine just took over her home. And I don't know. I Lady Tremaine. Just because I, I think she's fantastic. Mother mm-hmm. Gothel's just annoying to me. Yeah. Um, I'm going with Lady Tremaine. Um, reason because I mean Mother Gothel was selfish, and that's why she um kidnapped her Rapunzel, but she wasn't outright cruel i mean she did like a lot of passive aggressive things but she wasn't outright cruel to her um but lady tremaine was just really really cruel and there was no reason for her to be like that and she just was Hmm. that's my opinion all right well mine doesn't really matter anymore because you guys voted together but uh, (laughs) this was a very tough one for me i'll be honest because lady tremaine i feel like she is sort of the ultimate elegant disney villain right you know um she has a great sidekick i love when a Mm -hmm. villain has a sidekick (laughs) i also love the meme i know you guys have seen it like where like i always thought i was a disney princess but it turns out i'm this lady and it's lady tremaine sitting with lucifer in bed i'm like Mm -hmm. yes But I have to admit that I do kind of, I I think Mother Gothel is a great villain because she plays her her supposed or professed love for Rapunzel against what's really happening, which is that she's keeping her prisoner and, and, you know, doing all of these horrible things to her. And yet, you know, it's this it's this sort of Stockholm syndrome kind of thing. Um, Plus, she has an amazing musical number and it's just a great performance. Um, but I don't know. I, I think I might have to go with you guys. I think it might be unanimous. I think I might have to go with Lady Tremaine just as like the OG elegant Disney villain, you know? Yeah, she's just terrifying. Yeah. Like, like you could just, you know that if you lived with her and she walked into the room, you'd be like, oh my God, what now? Like, please don't hurt me. <laughs> What's going to happen right. this time? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, she is more terrifying to me than Mother Othel is. Yeah. yeah. All right. So that brings us to Scar from... The Lion King. And I wish you guys could see Sarah. You might be able to hear her, but she, like, every time she announces the brackets, she rubs her hands together in anticipation. Very (laughs) excited. (laughs) She has more to do with joint pain than in anticipation, but we'll go with that. Um, (laughs) I I can't even see her because I'm on my uh, telephone um, LTE or whatever it is. So I can't even see her. Um, All right, so Scar in The Lion King versus Jafar in Aladdin. Okay, this one is very easy for me. Um, While Jafar is very evil, very selfish, has a great sidekick, um, Scar, hands down, killed his brother, tried to kill Simba. I mean, I feel like Jafar would have killed his brother and, and niece, (laughs) <laughs> or what I guess he's not really related but like I don't know I just I think it's Jafar because he has the use of magic and that's terrifying mm-hmm. because he's as evil as Scar but he can like do work like Scar's just gonna come at you and like if he's lucky he's the one that wins the battle 
Far can just like sit on his chair and be like, oh, here, mind control. Oh, let me do this. Let me like he's he's terrifying. I have to go with Scar. <laughs> I have to go with Scar. I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna root with Charlotte on this one. Jafar, yes, he has the magic and everything, but he's kind of like a bumbling, you know, not as bright as he thinks he is villain to me. Whereas Scar is sort of like really just pure evil. Um, is such an amazing performance by Jeremy Irons. Like the vocal yeah. performance in that movie is just amazing. Um, and J- and we have to give credit to Jim Cummings for stepping in. He, Jim Cummings stepped in when Jeremy Irons got some sort of vocal cord damage, and, Jer- yes. and you hear him on "Be Prepared," which I find very fascinating. Like how good he did, yeah, with blending the two voices. Yeah, but, he's amazing. Yeah, um, and that that's just such it's such an iconic scene, like the Scar Mufasa mm-hmm. fight. You know, when he literally just drops him, like it just you know. Um, I have to go with Scar. He's he's more te- he's more terrifying to me than Jafar is. Oh yeah, Scar doesn't terrify me at all. Actually, you put it all right. <laughs> Not entirely sure what that says about you, but <laughs> I don't know. I've never like to me. I like Scar never was a thing. Like I just eh, whatever. Yeah, that's funny. Okay, all right. Next up, this one I think might be a tough one. Maleficent versus Ursula. So Maleficent from Sleeping Beauty versus Ursula mm-hmm. from the Little Mermaid. That is tough. I say Maleficent. Um, I just, I don't know. I think she just scares me. Ursula, while evil, is like she seems just a bit more of a used car salesman to me. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm just going to sing this song and distract you and make you sigh. Like, I'm going to do whatever I can to convince you. Like, whereas Maleficent is just like, threatening and terrifying and and like she doesn't have to assert her presence as much as Ursula does to get you to like oh here sign your name don't pay attention to all the you know I don't know Ursula is great she's entertaining but I feel like she's just eh, whatever um hmm this one's hard too I I don't disagree with you but when like watching the Maleficent movies with her as the star Kind of oh, I feel like my we should view. leave those out of it, though. Oh, no, 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 no. Why? We don't watch those movies. That is, this is not because she, that's not the, the original, Disney, our... original no. Disney villain. Mm-mm. Because Where we have that, that in our rules. Live action villains. Where is that in our rules? I said so. <laughs> it's my bracket. I disagree. Also, I you can't so. bring that in if nobody else has yet. Uh, um, yeah, we've not discussed another live action. <laughs> Yeah, like if everybody else, like for example, like I, I don't know. No, you can't. You can't do it. Well, anyway, I'm bringing it in, and I that made her less evil, but I still think she's more evil than Ursula in animated movies. That's what I think. Yeah, but it makes me not scared of her, you know, watching those live action movies. If that makes so, sense. I loved those live action movies. Definitely, they paint her as more sympathetic, but my. I love OG Maleficent. I, again, she's just such an elegant Disney villain. Um, she is so evil in, a, in the animated movies. She's so evil. Ursula, I feel like, is almost more... She For me, she falls under the category of, like, the misunderstood Disney villains. Like, so, we don't know what the story is, but clearly something went down between her and Triton. Something happened. It's a revenge situation. Well, like, maybe she wasn't, you know... 
Okay, so in this in the Broadway play, which you say we can't bring in other things, in the Broadway play, somehow Ursula and Triton are siblings. Mm-hmm. And so we were like, really? When the, when they showed that, so I don't know if that's like in the Disney lore or what, but it's like a sibling rivalry thing. And she killed Ariel's mother, so it's a whole thing. Not discussing that. Right, <laughs> we're talking about the animated in film the here. Look. Look, I can talk about whatever I want. You know, for somebody who doesn't like heroizing the villains, you are doing a very good right? job <laughs> on this well, podcast. Just, just wait until I get into the villain that you left out. So, all right, well, we'll get there. Um, so I would, I, I'm going, I'm Team Maleficent. Yeah, all day. Maleficent. She's just, yeah. I like the the older Disney films, like some of like the original, like the first, you know. 15 mm-hmm. years or so of Disney movie animated movies, the villains are terrifying without having to be there all the time, without having to do a ton. Like they just like their yeah. presence commands the terror. And I just, mm-hmm. I don't know when that kind of changed, but like, gosh, they nailed it at the beginning of Disney animation. Like they were just really good villains without them having to be these big over the top personalities. Yeah. I would agree with that. Um, all right, which leads us to our last pairing, which is Isma and Dr. Facilier. Uh, so Isma is from The Emperor's New Groove, and Dr. Facilier is from The Princess and the Frog. Um, Dr. Facilier, one, because I love Isma, and I think that she, it, like, to me, she's a comedian. I don't know why. She's yeah. supposed to be scary, but she just makes me laugh. Maybe it's because she's with Kronk, and I don't, like, I love her. I think she's fantastic, but to me, she is not a villain. And also, Dr. Facilier uses voodoo, which to me is the most terrifying thing on yeah. the planet. You do not mess with voodoo. Stay away. If, like, if I see Dr. Facilier coming, I'm running. I want nothing to do with this man. He's scary. Yeah. I... 100% agree. I love Isma. She's hysterical. She's more bumbling, like uh, we talked about before. And Facilier is terrifying. Yeah, agreed. 100%. I love Isma. She is one of my favorite Disney characters. I almost wouldn't qualify her as a villain <laughs> necessarily because she's just a bad at it, you know? Um, but she's hysterical and it's one of my favorite Disney movies. And Dr. Facilier scares the patootie out of me <laughs> no stay i want him nowhere near me because yeah. i like we don't mess with voodoo we will yeah, not i don't mess it. with the shadow man so mm-hmm. yeah he's terrifying uh his friends on the other side are terrifying like all right. of him everything about him is terrifying. you yeah. just all stay over there and i'm That's gonna right. be over here and we're fine i also will say though i think dr facilier is one of disney's best ever efforts at animating a villain because so many of the things that they did to sort of like just so many of the things like like when he walks by the wallpaper the 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 pattern in the shadow changes mm-hmm. like there are so many amazing things in the animation of that movie to really just enhance and drive home but they're so subtle you know to to show you that he's a villain it's it's remarkable it's actually i think one of my favorite villain portrayals in a movie so for sure, Dr. Facilier. Yeah. All right. So, ding, 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 round two. So now we have Lady Tremaine versus Scar. That this is getting harder. Then. Um, yeah, I think this is easier. I think this that one's for me is easier. All right, then you go. I think Lady Tremaine. 
I was gonna say I'm still Lady Tremaine, and yeah. I don't know. I just she's just she's scary. Yeah. <laughs> no. I think I'm. I think I'm gonna go with Scar for the murder aspect. You're sticking with Scar, okay? Yeah. Yeah. Fair. Fair. Okay. Yeah. I still feel like <laughs> this is the way my brain works. So in my head, I'm now picturing like Lady Tremaine and Scar meeting, and Lady Tremaine like basically taming Scar. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I feel like day, she's totally just a big cat, and we know she's good with cats. That's so. <laughs> probably a different genre than what we are talking about. Yeah, also, so. she is, she's like psychological, right? Like she is just going to be cruel and beat you down, and it's going to be subtle at first, and then it's just going to get worse and worse and worse, where Scar is just going to try to fight you. But see, that's not true. See, that's, see, but Scar does a lot of sort of psychological warfare of his own with Simba in the movie. Like, he tells Simba a lot of things, and he makes Simba feel, like, he mm -hmm. convinces Simba to leave just by talking to him and telling him certain things that are lies, but it, you know, yeah. So, they both sort of have that, but I'm still going to go with Lady Tremaine. Just for that one, there, there's just this one piece of animation where Cinderella's, like, bringing her the breakfast tray, and, you know, she's in the shadow, and she's in the bed, and, like, her eyes light up, and, oh, I used to scare me so much as a kid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, which brings us to the second pairing of round two, uh, which is Maleficent versus Dr. Facilier. Oh, now it gets, no. Now it gets real. Now it gets I real. Will not, I will not vote. I simply will not. Um, Facilier is still scarier for the same reasons I said before. <sighs> this one's really hard for me. Oh. I think I have to stick with Maleficent. No, you have, you have to, to pick, vote. No, I refuse. I flat out refuse. Refuse. You have to, or we have no final matchup. I don't. I don't uh, I'm terrified of Dr. Facilier, but I also feel like Maleficent is just like pure evil. I, Dr. Facilier, I can't mess with voodoo. I won't do it. It's Facilier. Okay. I won't do it. It has to be him. Yeah, I have to stick with Maleficent. I still the prefer, I mean, I the dragon. prefer Maleficent. A dragon. <laughs> yeah, but little Prince Philip there with his tiny little sword and, and shield. He's like, no, he has no muscles, and yet he could beat her, so I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I love Maleficent. I love her so much, but to me, I just like, Facilier is creepier. He's scarier. Much scarier. He's scarier. Okay. So that means that our final match is Lady Tremaine versus Dr. Facilier. That's a good match. Um, I'm still going with Facilier for this. He's he's scary beyond all. See, Yzma, they said she was scary beyond all reason, but I disagree. She's funny. No, she's Facilier, funny. <laughs> Facilier is scary beyond all reason. I think I'm going to go with Dr. Facilier also. Oh, good. For then I don't have to decide. And you don't have matter. to vote, Heather. Now you don't have to vote. <laughs> good, because both of them terrify me. <laughs> yeah, I think Dr. Vis I, I, I love Lady Tremaine, but I, this one I'm going to have to give to Dr. Facilier for the voodoo of it all. Yeah, voodoo is no joke. Like, it's yeah. not like a thing that Disney made there, up. It's a all right, real so thing. So now I'm just going to make, I'm just going to, I know I just, I know I just voted, but now I need to like, which is scarier though? Somebody who is just inherently evil in and of themselves, or somebody whose evil sort of comes from an external source. Okay, but here with Dr. Facilier, because voodoo can be good too, 
I mean, I'm still not going to mess with it, but like you can use voodoo for good things, but because he is inherently evil, he gets into the dark, scary side of voodoo. And now it's a whole thing. That's a good point, Sarah. I mean, she's evil for selfish reasons, you know, for the sake of being evil. I'm still going with Facilier. I I think Facilier is evil for be the sake of being evil. Also, he just has found tools to amplify his evil. Yeah. Okay. I just had to ask questions. I just thought it was an interesting no, that's a good, talking that's a good point. point. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just excited that I do not have to vote because. <laughs> <laughs> so that does it. Of of this pool, Dr. Facilier is the ultimate Disney villain. I have to say, like, I, no, I'm kind of surprised. I thought we me. were going to go Maleficent. I really thought Maleficent was going to wind up the, the worst or the in best. My however personal, <laughs> in my personal opinion, like, not yet, like, completely biased, Maleficent is always going to be my favorite Disney villain. Like, is she, but is that, does that make her the best Disney villain? Not necessarily. Who do you think would win, Maleficent or Dr. Facilier in a battle? Like oh, actual battle. Like here, I, Maleficent is full on dragon mode and Facilier's got all the little shadow creatures. What? Who's winning? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. That's a movie I'd like to see. Right? Make that movie. <laughs> <laughs> battle of the Villains. <laughs> all right. So we want to know, what is your ultimate Disney villain? You can email us at info at DisneyParkPrincess.com. What, Charla? Ultimate Disney villain is Tinkerbell. <gasps> Stop it! <laughs> <laughs> she is not a How many of us have been jealous over another woman looking at the guy we have a crush but on? Did we, did we try to kill them and murder we might them? Have. No, we did not. <laughs> you don't know. You don't know. <laughs> might have. <laughs> she is attempted murderous Tinkerbell. So. <sighs> anyway. <laughs> we want to know, is Tinkerbell your ultimate Disney villain? Are you like Charlotte? <laughs> <And> wrong? <laughs> or are you normal? <laughs> I'm just, I just don't understand how, like, okay, fine. Yes, she's jealous, but she also tries to kill Mindy. That's all. That's my only point. All right. Okay, fine. fine. Go uh, ahead. So email us at info at DisneyParkPrincess.com <laughs> or join our Facebook group. We're going to be posting the bracket over there. People have been posting their own brackets, which is so much fun to see. Um, so we want to know what your ultimate Disney villain is. Coming up next on the Patreon Extra, spring has sprung in all of our areas of the country and we all have different projects and things that we're working on right now. Um, so we're going to be giving you updates on what it is that we're doing in our quote unquote, free time <laughs> right now. Um, how free it is if we're constantly working on things, but whatever, that's a debate for another time. <laughs> uh, if you're wondering what I'm talking about when I talk about the Patreon Extra, um, our Patreons are people who support us financially with a monthly contribution, um, five, 10 or $15 a month. And that gets them extra perks, including access to bonus podcast content. It also includes discounts on our merchandise, um, a private Facebook group, and all kinds of other fun stuff. So um, go to patreon.com slash Disney Park Princess to get more information on that. Also, don't forget, if you are a Patreon member, you can set it up so that this extra plays immediately after the normal podcast. So we have instructions on how to do that and how to set that up. Um, so feel free to let us know if you would like that. That does it for episode 164 of the Disney Park Princess podcast. Thank you so much for listening. We'll talk to you next week. Bye, guys.
Bye. Bye.